Hello and welcome. My pronouns are Viva Vis and you are listening to Outcast. Happy Aromantic Spectrum Awareness Week, also known as Arrow Week. This week I want to talk about misconceptions about aromanticism as well as aromantic people. So let's get into it. Misconception number one. Aromanticism is the same as asexuality or a subset of asexuality. Aromanticism is its own orientation. Asexuality refers to experiencing little to no sexual attraction, whereas aromanticism refers to experiencing little to no romantic attraction. While those two overlap in a lot of people, you know, people being both aromantic and asexual, they are not inherently the same thing and one is not the subset of the other. This just comes from the fact that sexual orientation is seen as a default and romantic orientation is seen as a subset, even though they are quite different experiences. Especially if you consider that there are asexuals who are not aromantic and aromantic who are not asexual. Misconception number two. All arrows have the same relationship with romance. Oftentimes alloromantics or alloros and even fellow arrows think that all aromantic people have a disconnect from romance. But this just erases the experiences of romance favorable aromantics as well as people on the grey romantic spectrum. And just anyone who might be perceived as doing romantic things or being in a romantic relationship. These people are also often called Romo Arrow, that being short for Romantic Aromantic. And these people are often alienated from the aromantic community. So no, not all arrows have the same relationship with romance. And we can participate in things that are seen as romantic. Misconception number three. All aromantics are loveless. Especially elder romantic people assume that aromantic people simply don't feel love. And this may be true for some arrow people. There's a subset of aromantic that's called loveless arrow, which describes aromantic people who just feel disconnected from the concept of love because it's so often just implied to romance only. And they simply don't feel like love applies to them in a way. But that is not all aromantic people. And, you know, if other romantics would really think about it, they would also know that romantic attraction is not the only form of love. You know, like romantic attraction isn't even necessarily love because there's aromantics who may not feel romantic attraction, but they might feel romantic love because attraction and love are simply not the same thing. And people can love people and things that are not their romantic partners. You know, I love my cat, I love my hobbies, people love their families and whatnot, and their friends. And romantic love is not the only love that exists. So while loveless arrows do exist, that is not the only aromantic experience. Misconception number four. Aromantic people have better friendships than alloromantic people. This might be true for some arrows, but again, this can't be generalized. People often think that arrows have better friendships because they don't have you know, like amorous relationships and, you know, that inherently means they have better friendships. But that's not necessarily true because arrow people can, firstly, arrow people can have amorous relationships and even romantic relationships. And secondly, there are aromantic people who are also aplatonic and may not really have any friendships. And those people are also alienated from arrow communities because a lot of arrow communities pretty much rely on saying like how they have real friends as opposed to all the alleros who consider their romantic relationships to be more important than their friendships and whatnot and this isn't necessarily true 
And also there's there are people who may not differentiate between relationships and friendships or whose friendships are just as important as their amorous relationship they may have. Misconception number five. Aromanticism is a mental illness. This misconception kind of exists in two ways. The bad faith one being that because arrows don't experience romantic attraction, we lack feelings and thus have personality disorders such as antisocial personality disorder, ASPD for short. They will apply ableist slurs to us, you know, that one starting with a P that's used for people with ASPD and some autistic people as well. So they think we lack feelings and emotions. And, you know, some people may have hypoempathy or alexithymia. Even that doesn't inherently make us worse people or, like, bad people. And, in turn, it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with our aromanticism, because aromanticism is just experiencing little to no romantic attraction. And calling orientations mental illnesses is just problematic, because that's what happened to gay people in all. And we know where that went. So, no, aromanticism is not a mental illness. And the other way people use this is by saying that arrows are arrow because we are traumatized and thus have, like, trust issues or, like, commitment issues or whatever. And there are arrows who are arrow because of trauma or whose trauma has contributed to their aromanticism. But that's just simply not true for all people. Like, probably for the majority of arrows, that's just not true. And, you know, it's like kind of infantilizing and all to be like oh you're just like that because of your trauma even though a lot of arrows know better than that you know like they know that they are not like that because of trauma or whatever misconception number six all arrows have a sexual orientation so this basically means that if you're aromantic you also have to have a sexual orientation <laughs> as i said you know you have to label your sexual orientation for example you could be aromantic homosexual, aromantic bisexual, aromantic asexual, aromantic pansexual, aromantic bisexual, um, aromantic heterosexual and whatnot. And that every aromantic has to have a sexual orientation that they put a label on, which is not true because there's plenty of arrows who just don't label it, who consider their aromanticism much more defining of their identity, that they don't put a label on the sexual orientation because it simply is not important. And not all aromantic people actually use the so-called split attraction model at all. So there are people who are just aromantic and nothing else orientation-wise. Misconception number seven. Alloarrows inherently are predators. Alloarrow stands for allosexual aromantic, that being an aromantic person who is not also on the asexual spectrum, meaning someone who experiences little to no romantic attraction, but experiences average levels of sexual attraction. And arrows are constantly equated with predators, especially aromantic men, because they quote-unquote lack emotional attraction, but still have physical attraction, that being sexual attraction. And it's constantly assumed that arrows just use people for sex and whatnot, even though that's simply not true. Like, having casual sex is not inherently predatory, and most arrows are actually very honest about their aromanticism and their intentions, you know, it's not going to go anywhere romantically. They will be very upfront about this because they don't want to hurt people. But it's always assumed that arrows are bad predators who want to just use people and hurt people. Myth number eight. Aromanticism is just another word for non-amory and therefore it is a choice. 
I talked about non-emory in another episode before, but non-emory simply means not wanting an amorous relationship. And no, non-emory is not the same as aromanticism, because non-emory relates to what kind of relationship you want, or more so what kind of relationship you don't want, whereas aromanticism refers to romantic attraction. And neither of them are necessarily choices, like aromanticism normally is not a choice, and non-amory can be a choice, but also some people just don't function in amorous relationships, and then they just don't do those. So neither of them are really choices, and aromanticism and non-amory are not inherently the same thing, because there are eros who are in amorous relationships, such as me. There might be non-amorous people who are not aromantic, so while these two can overlap a lot, they are not the same. And this has been all the misconceptions about aromanticism and aero people. I hope you learned something and will treat arrows with more respect. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode or even the entire podcast, why don't you recommend it to a friend or share it on social media? Or you can also support me on Patreon. My Patreon is patreon.com slash out underscore cast pod. I am also out underscore cast pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you would like to send me a voice message, you can do so with the link in the description of this episode. And until next time, stay safe.